Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and today I have with me Mikael Dia. Mikael lives with his family in Toronto and is originally from Montreal, which just happens to be where I went to college. So you can imagine that we had a little bit of a pre-recording chat about Montreal, Canada, and all of the goodness that is north of the border. Mikael is a digital marketing expert and he is the founder of Funnalytics.io, which is a software company helping entrepreneurs and marketers convert traffic into more profit. As you know, I love all things going on with technology. And when I heard that Mikael had a software solution to a marketing and growth struggle, I was super excited to share his story and his product with you on the podcast. Stay tuned all the way to the end where Mikael answers my curveball question, which truly wraps this conversation up with a tidy bow. Mikael, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be a fun, fun conversation because we get to talk about one of the tech tools that I think will help the audience create themselves a competitive advantage. And uh, so let's kind of get right into it. What is your product? Yeah, so uh, I built a tool called Funnelytics. Um, and basically, what to give you a little bit of the backstory as to uh, why I built this tool, I think it's important for people to understand because it, it does solve a major problem that I had. So I used to run a marketing agency um, specifically around funnels, specifically around building marketing funnels, uh, you know, doing paid advertising and trying to optimize for conversions. And, and you know, the old, um, as they say, you know, the, the golden egg in, in digital marketing is being able to convert $1 into 3 or 4 or 5 or $10 in mm-hmm. revenue. And that way you can scale and you can kind of keep going. And, uh, and that's what kind of funnels allow you to do. But the biggest problem that I faced when I was uh, running my agency is you, you sit there and you, you map out your marketing campaign on a whiteboard, right? You sit down and you say, all right, well, uh, a Facebook ad goes to a landing page and then they go to a, a thank you page and then they receive an email with a download link and blah, 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 right? So you map all of this out with, uh, squares and arrows and whatnot on a whiteboard. Then you use a tool like ClickFunnels or or uh, a WordPress landing page builder or whatever in order to build out all of these pages. And then you have to hope that you can understand what happens inside of Google Analytics or whatever other analytics software out there. Um, and you want to try to dissect these charts and graphs and spreadsheets to kind of tell you what is actually happening with my funnel. How are people really flowing through these steps? So um, back in, in actually, uh, the idea came to me in 2013 um, when I was consulting with clients. And uh, at the time, I actually had it uh, in my notebook called Project uh, Game Changer. That's, that was the code name for... Uh, for Funnelytics, but 
my idea was very simple. Wouldn't it be really awesome if I could just map out my entire funnel on a canvas, just like I would on a whiteboard, but with drag and drop icons, I could have my pages, my traffic sources, uh, actions that people take, et cetera, drag and drop it on a canvas, and then just hit a switch and actually see right there on that same canvas the numbers across the funnel. That way I could see the paths that people are taking, I could see my conversions between one step to the next step, I could see where people are dropping off, I could see whether I'm wasting my money on a specific campaign because it's not, uh, you know, people aren't flowing all the way through my funnel versus whatnot. That way it wouldn't have to be, I wouldn't have to become a data scientist to dissect these charts and these graphs and, and um, make sense of all of these spreadsheets. Um, and instead I could be visual, which is something that I am very much so. And, and I think most entrepreneurs and, and most marketers are very visual people. Take, take analytics and put it out in a visual format that anyone and, every, uh, and everyone can understand. So that was the concept behind it. And um, that's what it turned out to be. So now we have a, a free mapping tool. You can map out all of your marketing funnels. And then um, our paid version of the software allows you to actually track how people flow through these funnels. And um, so far, it's been an incredible journey and, and people are loving it. That is awesome. And I'd like to kind of go into a little bit of what you talked about uh, so that the people who are listening, the podcast listeners, can actually kind of understand a little bit more about the process. Many of the listeners are the business owner themselves who generally will hire out their marketing or they'll just kind of do a small amount of marketing and things like that. So when do you think that having a funnel in place even makes sense for a business owner? Um, like day one. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, the reality is this, the, for, okay, there's a couple, maybe, maybe not day one. The first thing is you have to prove that people want your offer, right? You have to actually sell it. You have to have proof of concept and you have to kind of nail your messaging and, and what gets people to say, yes, I want this. And a lot of times that's much, much faster and much easier uh, to do without having to try and, and, and advertise or, or anything like this. It's much easier to just have conversations with people and, and start really honing in on your message and that product, uh, that, that product market fit, right? Mm -hmm. But once you have that, once you know, okay, this is the offer, this is what we sell, this is who it serves and how it helps them, this is the problems that it solves and, and whatnot, that's when you should really start thinking about having uh, a marketing funnel. And the way marketing funnels work is very simple. Most, most digital marketers uh, and most entre uh, entrepreneurs, when they try to build their business and they do marketing, they just throw stuff against the wall, right? They do social media, they create content, they just put stuff out into the universe that we call the internet and hope that people somehow find their way back to their website and somehow find their way to the checkout page or the application or whatever it may be. Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's probably where a lot of uh, the audience is right now. And so thank you. Thank you for kind of bringing us back to that. So next, what's next? What's next? <laughs> so you have to look at your business in a slightly different way. If you want to make advertising and um, if you want to have consistency with your marketing, 
you have to look at it in a step-by-step format. So what do I mean by that? Well, the first goal is to identify your audience and put out a little ad in front of them, right? You want to capture their attention and make them click and take that commitment of going towards whatever it is that you're offering them. So whether it be a free download for something, uh, whether it be for them to go and read a piece of content, what, whatever it may be, you want to find your audience and then get them to actually click on that particular thing. But now, once they actually do that action, most people, like I say, um, they'll send somebody to their website and their website will have a navigation in the top, uh, in the top of the, the website. And right. There's going to be a, a whole bunch of stuff that somebody can do on their website, a whole bunch of different steps or paths that they can take. A funnel removes all of that noise. A funnel says, okay, if you click on this ad, you will land on this particular page. And on this page, you have one action or, and one action only. You either do the action or you leave. There's nothing else for you to do on this particular page. You just move on to the next step or you don't. When you start controlling the conversation that way, when you start to make things a little bit more linear and a little bit more direct, you can easily measure whether or not somebody is headed towards your end goal. So let's say, for example, your goal is just to get an opt-in, just to get somebody added to your email list. Well, instead of sending them to a blog post where there's a blog post and then there's a little banner on the side where they can opt in, but then there's all the navigation on top of your website. Mm-hmm. You're, you're confusing people, right? You're sending them to this blog post. Your end goal is you want them to put in their name and email, yet you're giving them 15 options of what they can do. Instead, right. you send them to a simple landing page that says, to get this particular thing, put in your name and email, right? Now they've taken that first step. Now they're on to the next page. They're on to the next thing, right? Now you've got their email, you've got their information, and you can direct and control the conversation. And that's the key of what a funnel does is your goal is always to control the conversation and make people take one step at a time, move towards your end goal. And that's why they call it a funnel. You're, you're moving people from one end to the next um, in a very logical, linear format. Yeah, no, that that makes really good sense. And a lot of, you know, the members of uh, the tech of business community are, you know, people who have one on one services. And um, I often and I know a lot of people have asked me, Jamie, do I need a funnel? I just have one on one services. They're not one to many. I'm not selling courses. I'm not selling membership sites. I'm not doing all of this massive stuff. All I want is to work one on one with people. And I say, Yes, you need a funnel. You may not need an aggressive funnel, but you still need some way of getting people from never knowing who you are to becoming a client. Absolutely. And, and you need to, that's the simplest way to describe a funnel is, is what you've just mentioned. Finding random strangers on the internet and getting them to take the, la- the action that you want to take. So in this case, becoming a one-on-one client, right? And the way you do that is by identifying that person and then putting them through sequences of steps that will end up turning them into a client. Most of the time that will involve some sort of phone conversation or whatnot. And that's where most people assume that a funnel ends. Like they, they think that um, you 
I don't know, you, you set up an ad and then somebody fills out an application to get on the phone with you and it's like, okay, my funnel is completed. Well, no, you haven't gone to your end goal, which is somebody getting on a client. So that funnel is always going until you turn them into a client. So what is that process that happens once they actually fill out an application to get on the phone with you or schedule a call for a consultation or whatever it may be? There needs to be a step-by-step -step process to turn them into that client. If there isn't, then there's nothing you're, you're measuring and you can't scale. You can't look at your numbers. You can't look at whether or not um, it's being effective and your marketing's actually converting all the way through to your end goal. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And kind of going back to what you said that the whole marketing engine, the advertising engine starts, if you put a dollar in and you get $3 out, you're going to keep doing it all day long. If you put this in front of people, yet you don't know what you're getting out the other side, you don't know what you don't know, and exactly. it's not going to help grow your business. So I think that I, at this point, we've really proven that yes, a funnel, even if it is uh, for one-on-one -on -one work is a valuable, valuable piece of any small business. Now, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are if someone's not in the online space where they actually offer their services in person or they have a brick and mortar or things like that. How do you see funnels fitting into that? So again, when, when, when you think about a marketing funnel, it's, it's, precisely what you said, which is turning a stranger into a client or a customer. What is the process that you are doing and what are the steps that people are taking in order for that to happen, right? So if you're sitting there and you have a local gym, let's say, and you're just hoping that people walk by the gym and come in, well, guess what? There's no process here. There's no, there's, it's not measurable, right? There's not Somebody take, took this action, then they took this action, then they took this action, then they became a client. They, you're just, hopefully people are walking in and, and you're hopefully closing them. But right. a, funnel, a funnel doesn't have to be online. A funnel could be direct mail, for example. You know that I, I send out a thousand pieces of direct mail with a specific coupon code, for example, for them to claim a free, uh, a free I don't know, Pilates class, for example. And I've right. sent out a thousand pieces and now out of those thousand people, 50% claimed their free Pilates class. So they showed up in the, in the gym. Now out of those 50% of people, um, I was able to have, uh, whatever, maybe 70 conversations or whatever it may be. And then out of those 70 conversations, I, I turned, you know, uh, 50 or whatever, 50 of them into actual like customers and they paid a monthly fee, right? So now right. you can see that there's a linear process um, and you can measure that return on advertising, right? That return on advertising spend. It's the same thing whether mm. it's, it's a um, direct mail piece or it's online. I set up a Facebook ad, they go to a landing page, they put in their name and email to claim their free session and now they receive a text message to come to the gym 50% of them show up and 20% of those people um, end up becoming customers. How much did right. I spend on advertising? How much did I make in the end? If the, one, if the money I made in the end is higher than the advertising, the funnel's working. I can do it again and I can keep going.
right? Yeah, yeah, that that's really concrete. Yes, and it's really it's really clear that it's working or not working. I want to kind of go back into Funalytics a little bit, and I want to know: Does your software work for that direct mail campaign just as much as the Facebook ad, or are the um, are those things that are not included inside the software? So not not yet. Um, right now, it is all based on online advertising and, and uh, anything that you do and we track online. Uh, we are in the process of building it so that you can start advert or so you can start adding the data in um, specifically for offline campaigns and and offline events. Uh, but at mm -hmm. this moment, it's really meant specifically for digital advertising. Um, and anything that happens on on the interwebs. Yes, yeah. I I was just curious about that because it, to me, I think that anything that any tool that works in the online space could work in the direct mail or any of the other approaches. And so if you didn't have it already, I was thinking, okay, well, if someone wanted to do a direct mail campaign, they could probably still use your software and just kind of tweak it, especially if they're not on the, on the, um, the paid version, they're just using the free version. Say, instead of it being a Facebook ad, it's going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now in terms of the mapping tool, absolutely. You can map out all, of your campaigns whether it's we have I you know a little icons to represent direct mail pieces and uh, offline events so absolutely you can map okay. how you envision people to take the actions but in order for us to collect the data and actually display it onto the canvas um, one right now the only way that that's feasible for an online event is that you manually input that data and there's just no way to do that at this at this stage that makes that makes sense absolutely and i think that a lot of the the listeners are going to be more inclined to be looking at online funnels than offline anyway so i think that there is a lot of use of what you've already got out there i was just you know kind of going down that road um i wanted to kind of go back a little bit to how this whole idea started when you were talking about looking at Google Analytics and all the charts and all those kinds of things. Um, a lot of us avoid, and I'm saying us because I myself included, we avoid looking at our analytics. What have you guys done to make looking at the analytics fun? Yeah, uh, so I agree <laughs> because it is a, um, you know, it's, it's just intimidating, right? Nobody likes looking at numbers and uh, most people didn't really like math growing up in school and, uh, and whatnot. And the reason is, is simple is because it's, it's hard to, to translate a number into like this visual, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we visually represent how we anticipate people to kind of come through our site. We, we want to look, we want our sites to look beautiful. We want things to actually be visual and whatnot. Um, and looking at Google analytics, you're looking at a, like a pie chart and you're like, or you're looking at a bar graph and, and you're sitting there and you're like, how does this bar graph translate to my actual like homepage? I don't, I don't understand what is happening here. And it's really difficult the way we've, solve that and the way we've looked at this is you can actually take your actual website your your homepage your 
download page, all of that stuff. And you can take a screenshot of it and you can put it onto this canvas. And then when you, you use arrows to connect the two. So you want to know how many people are traveling from your homepage to your, let's say, um, your landing page or your download page. Well, you actually have a screenshot of your homepage on the canvas, and then you have an arrow going to your download page. And you can visually see that on the canvas with your actual like homepage and your download page. And you can see how many people right below the homepage, it'll say a thousand people. And then in the arrow above the arrow, it'll say 30%. So 300 people. And then on your mm -hmm. landing page, it'll show 300 people. So it, it shows you right there in front of you that a thousand people went to, or sorry, a thousand people were on your homepage and 30% went to your download page, right? So it's right there in front of you in this visual format, um, the way that our brains typically work. Yes, we definitely work as images and pictures and moving motion. Absolutely. I totally, totally get it. I think that your software is solving a real need in the business community. So I'm really excited that I was able to introduce you to the Tech of Business uh, podcast listeners and audience so that they could say, hey, I should check out Funalytics and see if it is right for us. So could you share a little bit about where people can get information and what they might be able to get? And then we will wrap up with one final question. Awesome. So yeah, um, first of all, thank you so much for allowing me to share it. Um, it's it's funalytics.io. Uh, and from there, they can sign up, they can create their free mapping tool they could use the mapping tool for free it's always going to be free uh, right now our analytics tool is currently in beta and we're um we have a few members in there we're going to launch to the public uh in around october um so people can join the beta but um the tool itself the mapping tool is 100 percent free and you can create your account at funnelytics.io Okay. And if they want to know how to connect with you directly, if they have questions, is it best through funnelytics.io as well? Yeah. it's uh, So fun, you can connect with me um, directly through funnelytics.io. We have support there uh, as well as just find me. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook and add me. And uh, I'm always happy to have conversations and, and chat with entrepreneurs. It's always fun. Totally. We will have uh, those links in these show notes. And as I like to do on the Tech of Business podcast is I like to kind of throw a curveball question to my guest at the end of each episode. And so my question for you is, if you weren't to have created Funalytics, what three pieces of software would you have used in your tool bank to create the same objective? <laughs> um, I guess the core uh, would be the ones that most business owners use, which are the ones that um, I hate so much, which is why I created Funnelytics <laughs> in the first place, uh, which would be Google Analytics, um, probably something like Hotjar or, or whatnot to kind of look at heat maps and how people are scrolling on my map and where uh, on my pages and where they're clicking uh, which is something that we're going to implement inside of funnelytics very soon and um the last one would probably be something like um 
some sort of click tracking tool to see like what my numbers are when it comes to, to clicks. And I guess you could do that with Google Analytics. It, there's just all the tools are so confusing. That's, that's the biggest <laughs> thing, right? Uh, so um, it's always been a, a, a challenge. Maybe something like Visual Website Optimizer, which allows you to do split tests and, and create variations of a landing page versus another one and, uh, and whatnot. So um, those would be the three core tools, Google Analytics, Hotjar, and Visual Website Optimizer, I would say. Well, see, we've got one piece of software that's going to take care of all of that, which is just awesome. Thank you again so, so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.